Hello, I'm Emily Hawthorne, Stratfor Senior Middle East and North Africa Analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Sign up for our free Stratfor newsletter at worldview.stratfor.com. You're listening to Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, powered by Stratfor. I'm Emily Donahue. For more than a year, hundreds of journalists across the globe read, notated, and reread millions of leaked files that revealed complicated tax havens of the world's rich and powerful. We know that leak as the Pandora Papers. The information is still being revealed, but the leak itself was complicated business. Sam Lichtenstein is Stratford Director of Global Security Analysts at Rain. Hi, Sam. Hey, Emily. Great to be here. Can you tell me what exactly was involved in the Pandora Papers leak? Sure. So we're talking about a truly huge amount of information, uh, just under three terabytes to be exact, which for uh, those that are unfamiliar, basically translates to 11.9 million files. So we're talking about a huge amount of information. Um, If you actually break it down, we're looking at over 6,400,000 documents, close to 3 million images, over 1.2 million emails, um, and then a variety of spreadsheets and other documents. So it's a truly huge haul. Um, And the information that's contained in there uh, holds information on more than 330 politicians and other public officials from over 90, close to 100 countries. Uh, And crucially, this includes information from 35 current and former leaders of countries. So we're talking about not only people that are highly important, have high net worths, but some of whom are actually currently in power or were recently in power. So it's a truly huge amount of information about a very important subset of individuals across the globe. Do you know how this leak happened? Well, so that's what makes it so remarkable is that now more than a week later, we still don't actually know the identities of the individuals who leaked this information. Uh, What we do know is that the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists received the information and then shared it with a number of other partners across the globe. Uh, So major media outlets uh, such as the Washington Post and The Guardian to really niche local outlets that have more tailored information about individuals in their countries that were revealed in the documents. Now, Sam, how does this leak compare to other high-profile leaks, and what have we learned from it? Sure. So compared to other recent leaks, be they the Panama Papers in 2016 or the Paradise Papers in 2017, uh, the actual volume of data here, as I said, close to three terabytes, is the largest that we've ever seen leaked. Um, The actual number of files is slightly under what the Paradise Papers had, uh, but the actual volume of the data itself is far more extensive. So that's led basically most pundits to to presume that this is the largest leak of its type in history. The files also come from a much wider array of offshore providers. Uh, There are 14 of these uh, businesses in total. 
And the locations range from everywhere from Vietnam uh, to Belize uh, and include some places like Bahamas and the Seychelles that were already known as offshore outlets for tax avoidance, as well as some areas of the world that aren't typically thought of that. Uh, So compared to previous leaks that typically came from just one offshore outlet, the fact that 14 outlets had information leaked here is truly remarkable and makes the Pandora Papers really distinctive. So are we likely to see any long-term consequences from this? So as with previous leaks, we're certainly going to see some immediate high-profile announcements about investigations, and a number of countries have already announced that they will be conducting investigations uh, into information that's contained in the leaks. Now, it is crucial to note that the vast majority of the information contained in the leaks does seem to be legal behavior. Uh, It may be frowned upon, it may be questionable, uh, but according to global tax rules, the actual conduct seems to be legal in many cases. Uh, So aside from some of these investigations, though, that may try to parse out more illicit behavior, uh, we have already seen at least one potential impact uh, reputationally of these. Uh, The Czech prime minister uh, narrowly lost his re-election just days after the Pandora Papers came out uh, and implicated him in some tax avoidance, uh, which was particularly notable for him because from prior tax leaks, he had criticized uh, Czech citizens and others who had taken advantage of offshore tax havens. So the fact that now he was implicated in the Pandora Papers just days before he faced election seems to have played at least some role in his narrow defeat. Now, Looking ahead to broader, longer-term consequences, uh, it is notable that, in large respects, what we learned from the Pandora Papers we had already previously known, namely that there is a massive global system for tax avoidance that is largely legal, set up through various loopholes uh, and incentives that, if you are wealthy and well-connected and have the desire to take advantage of these loopholes and various complex financial tools, you can do so. So we didn't actually learn anything new here, uh, and on, you know, similar to other leaks, uh, which saw kind of an immediate reaction, uh, but kind of then longer term, nothing much happening, there's a risk of that here too. What's notable now, however, is that these leaks are coming out at a time not only of a global pandemic, which has really put a spotlight on the global disparity between rich and poor, but also uh, as a number of countries just days ago came to an agreement on global standards for minimum tax. And so as much of the world comes on board uh, with new plans and at least proposals to harmonize tax regimes to try to get rid of some of these loopholes, pressure from public leaks like this certainly add to the incentives for global leaders to come to some sort of agreement. Now, whether or not these changes will be effective in practice over the long term is, of course, questionable. However, the timing of these papers is different in that, again, they're coming up not only against this immediate pandemic background, but also as these negotiations over global tax regimes are ongoing. Sam, we're in the risk intelligence business. What implications does this have for corporate security risks? That's a great question, Emily. Insider risk is something that we talk a lot about uh, in the hypothetical, but here's an actual case uh, that has very clear implications uh, reputationally, financially, 
possibly even with larger geopolitical questions, as I mentioned. So what's notable is that more than a week after these leaks have now come out, we still have no idea who actually leaked this information. Um, And so the idea that uh, multiple individuals, uh, because presumably multiple people were involved, given that the information came from 14 different offshore locations, uh, were involved in this leak, really testifies to the fact that now technology can enable individuals not only to illicitly gather information that is ostensibly secure, proprietary, kept secret, uh, but also then to disseminate it to journalists uh, in a way that's secure and protects their identities. And that's really remarkable in an era where digital surveillance uh, and other protective measures make uh, illicitly acquiring material uh, and sending it outward uh, pretty challenging. Uh, So unlike previous uh, leaks uh, from whistleblowers who had to identify themselves because there was no other way for the information to get out, right now you have a situation uh, that's of concern because it shows that individuals, for a variety of reasons, are able to leak huge amount of data. Uh, And while they ostensibly may be appealing to kind of a higher noble truth, uh, there are also a huge amount of cases that you can imagine in which individuals with less scrupulous motivations were to leak vast majorities of important information. Uh, And of course, that could have real effects, uh, in some cases potentially for personal security, for a number of at-risk people across the globe. And so that's something that I would really take away from this incident. Sam Lichtenstein is Stratfor Director of Global Security Analysts at Rain. Thank you, Sam. Thanks so much, Emily. Stay abreast of security risks with Rain. Sign up for the free Worldview newsletter. We'll send you regular risk updates. Find out more at stratfor.com slash worldview. Again, that's stratfor.com slash worldview. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.